A note to listeners, David neglected to make sure the recording software was using his USB microphone, so his audio was instead captured by his crappy laptop mic. We apologize for the quality of his audio. John sounds great as always. They say a year is only as good as its memories, friends, and in that case, 2022 was one of the best years God has ever, in his infinite wisdom, gifted us with. 2022 was a year of delightful phenomena, deep friendships, wonderful conversations, and hit podcasts, including the one you're currently listening to, which is called Election Profit Makers, hosted by Kid Midas, the original Wave Rider, and none other than Long John Silver, who is my friend and co-host, Long John, this is the last episode we will produce of our podcast for 2022, except for the Patreon fashion episode, which will come out hopefully before the end of the year. But let's put that aside. This is the last regular episode of Election Profit Makers for the year AD 2022, or should I say CE 2022 for all the history nerds out there. It's the end of the line, Johnny boy. How are you feeling? I'm okay. I'm okay. fine. Do you have any predictions? <laughs> any predictions? For 2023, the new year that we will currently be battling with? Uh, do those predictions have to be in before the year? No, I guess I not. I don't know. I don't know. I never do any of the resolutions. Is that what it is? You don't do New Year's resolutions? Oh, I, those are I've fun. Ne- I know they are. Just kidding. I don't know why I've never done them. They're not so fun. And I've heard they're actually not. I hear, I think they're counterproductive. Oh, really? They say that if you, res- if you make something part of a New Year's resolution, your chances of not doing it increase a thousandfold or something like that. I could be getting oh, the wow. specifics wrong, but like New Year's, it's the wrong way to go about making changes in your life. I think, I think what you're supposed to do is is start the journey of a thousand miles with a single step. Okay. Or you're supposed to climb the ladder of success while avoiding the pitfalls of shoots and ladders. I mm-hmm. think that's what they say. Well, I the recipe oh, yeah. for success, John, is very simple. It's two tablespoons of willpower, two tablespoons of discipline, and two tablespoons of mommy and daddy's money. That's are what you, they say. Are you getting all this off LinkedIn? I'm on LinkedIn now. I've stopped looking at Twitter so much. I don't tweet anymore, but I am quite active on LinkedIn. Yeah. You can find my resume at babyneedsanewjob.net.linkedin slash kidmidas. That's good. That's good. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. Do you weird uh, energy do you, this episode? What's that? I said there's weird energy this episode. Okay. Um, I've got an idea. How about I stop talking for one nanosecond? All right. Uh, do I? I mean, I had a uh, cappuccino before I got on here, so I, I'm, you know, I'm fired up, ready to go. Uh, yeah, man, 2022. I don't know. It wasn't great, but you know what? It wasn't as bad as 2021 and 2020. You might be right. We've had some bad ones. Yeah, there have been some real stinkers. Beginning around 2015, 2016. That's when father time started dropping some real stinkers. No, I can't even remember what happened this year. The midterms happened. That was good. They overturned Roe v. Wade and Democrats did better than expected in the midterms. Those feel like Yeah, the that was stories. bad. The Roe v. Wade thing. That was crazy. That was in June. Yeah. And then they had the midterms. And then... Um, the January 6th committee. Yeah. And then Russia invaded Ukraine. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to take it back. It's been pretty dark. But I, I feel like things have been a little bit on the – we've been recovering a little bit towards the end. Maybe. I don't know. 
the Ukraine war, it's still happening and I feel better about it because maybe Ukraine's winning or I'm just not as obsessed anymore and not watching all the horrible videos that I watched at the beginning. I think it's a fool's errand to sum up a year because I think all sweeping generalizations are idiotic and I don't think you should do them. How do you like that? Okay, that's fine. The calendar is just a made up lie by the bankers, you know, to keep us in line. This might the bankers. Still be, yeah, this might still be 2021 for all we know with these arbitrary. My dad was a banker. Yeah, I know. Your dad's probably complicit in this in the in in this attempt to like keep us separated by day and date and month. You know, politicians love to slice us and dice us. They say some of us are Wednesday's child and some of us are Thursday's child. Yeah. I'll meet you on Friday. And we'll have a drink on Saturday. But that stuff's all made up. Those are arbitrary borderlines and divisions. The fact of the matter is, John, time is a single dot. A single dot suspended in space that we're all living in. And everything that has ever happened, has happened or ever will happen, or is currently happening, it's all happening. And that's why God looks down at Earth and says, TGIF. Thank goodness I formulated these people. <laughs> so that's what it's all about, man. All right. Time is fake. Numbers are all that's real. Yeah, we'll get into that. As this year ends and a new one begins, let's remember it's all a bunch of bullshit, guys. All right. All right. I feel better. Turning to our predictive portfolios. Yeah. There was a crazy thing that happened on Predicted yesterday that um, I don't think anyone was prepared for. I mean, probably somebody was prepared for, but uh, it appeared that Mike Pence had filed a statement of candidacy with the Federal Election Commission, that he was going to run for president. And all of the automatic Twitter accounts that follow these things, anytime there's an addendum or an upload to this FEC website, they'll spit out the information. So they all spit out the information that Mike Pence had organized a presidential committee to run for president. And of course, at that point, all the reporters retweeted it and you know started having hot takes on the news. And there is a market on Predicted that uh, it is, will Mike Pence uh, file for the presidency uh, before 2023? And no was trading at 99 cents because obviously we're at the very end of the year, meaning that yes was trading at one cent. And then this filing happened and um, the yes went from one cent to 87 cents just within a few minutes. And it turned out it was, it was all fake. It was a fake filing. It was a volume of 96,000 shares traded. One cent to 87 cents and then back down to like four cents. Oh my gosh. And it was a fake filing and predicted, figured it out pretty quickly, but not, not before that happened. So not predicted the organization, but the users on predicted. Yeah. The users on predicted. By the time I saw the news, I got to predict it and, uh, yes was trading at 20 cents. And I was like, Hmm, yes should be trading at 99 cents. Why is it only trading at 20 predicted moves faster than that. So at that point, it had, it had already spiked and was coming down. And how did everyone fall for this fake filing? Because it, look, it looks completely legit. You know, something like this actually happened with Kanye running for president. Um, somebody filed a fake thing 
and it caused a market on predicted to go crazy. And they ended up adding an addendum later on saying, if we can't verify that this is real, then it's it's not real. So a reporter ended out sniffing it out and contacted the Mike Pence organization. And they said, no, we didn't file that. It was a prank. I mean, this is basically why the CFTC is shutting down predicted because of shenanigans like this. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Exactly. The perfect word for what transpired here. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I can't prove that it was somebody on this who was in this market, but it seems really likely. You know who it probably was? It was probably that guy who got fired from um, Data for Progress and was for in part because he used to bet on his own poll results. Right. Wasn't he? He's like friends with Sam with Sam Bankman Fried and David Shore yeah. and all those all those uh, bad boys. And he was a pollster for Democrats, and he was also like betting on predicted. And then he got in trouble because he was like funneling campaign donations illegally or something. What's going? Yeah, John, what's going on in the world of center left pollsters? I don't know, but if it was him, if that can I just say, if you had maxed out, the most you can invest in any market is eight hundred and fifty dollars, right? Right. So if you had maxed out at a penny per share, you would have bought eighty five thousand shares. You would have sold at 87. This is, again, theoretical. Sure. We don't know if anybody did this. Yeah. Then you would have you would have come out with $73,950 minus 10% uh, comes out to 66555 And that's if you just did yes. If you did the no and you double maxed, the payout would be $133,000, 110 not bad. Not bad for a little little silly filing. For the work of a moment. Yeah. Unfortunately, neither of us did that. No. We were too busy enjoying our authentic lives, offline, outside, and loving life. Were you outside yesterday? No, I spent most of the day in... Wait, what was... Yesterday was Monday, right? We're recording this on a Tuesday, right? Yeah, it was 85 degrees, I'm certain, where you are. Not a cloud in the sky, and you yeah, were indoors. Yeah, I, I did go outside. I did go outside, but... I'm one of those guys where you never know, you'll never know where you find me. You might find me indoors. You might find me outdoors. Right. You might find me online. You might find me offline. Okay. You might find me during the day or during the night. You know what I mean? And in 2023, it's only going to get wilder. You might find me at a cafe. You might find me at a store. You might find me at a library. You might find me behind the door. Yeah. Speaking out, watching you sleep. You don't know. 2023 is going to be very interesting for old kid Midas. You think? You should come up with a rhyme. I remember in 2007, uh, I was working with like a life coach or something. And uh, she was like, we need, we're going to come up with a, with a rhyme. And it was 2008 is going to be great. I still remember that. Probably costs like $500. I know. I was about to say, hour. is that what life coaches do? Make up stupid rhymes? Yeah, yeah. I think about that every year. 2023 will have plenty of good stuff for me. How about that? Yeah. yeah. 23, bendy knee. That would be good if you had arthritis or you were in physical therapy. 2023, plenty of bendy knee. That mm -hmm. means like you're going to make good progress with getting your full range of motion back in your leg. Yeah. John, what's the deal with um, New York State Republican Representative George Santos? He seems to be a little bit of uh, a little bit of a character. Well, I can tell you that he's not a criminal, 
according to him. But he may have lied some or stretched the truth according according to some people. But to him, it was just more embellishment. You couched all of that perfectly. He may have lied or stretched the truth according yes, to some yes. people. Yes, yes. Like himself? Well, he I mean, it. like he, he said he he said he worked with Goldman Sachs and people took that as working for Goldman Sachs, but he worked with them when when he was working for another company. He said that his grandparents had escaped the Holocaust. They were Jewish. And what he really meant was that apparently there were some other Jewish people way back in his family, way before his grandparents, and that he's not Jewish. He's Jew hyphen ish. Right. And um, that's exactly what he said. In fact, I thought when I saw, because I've seen that joke made before about comedians, you know, comedians who are like, you know, people think I'm Jewish. I'm not really Jewish. I'm Jew ish. So I thought it was a joke, but then I clicked through and read the article and he really did say that. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. And makes me wonder if this guy isn't a big time liar like his whole life, a big time liar, because that's the type of lie that you tell knowing you're going to get caught. You know what I mean? I think he's a pathological liar, but now I'm yeah. wondering, is the appeal of being a pathological liar, the th- is it like gambling where you know at any moment you could lose everything and get caught out in your lies? Is that is it like a rush to keep lying? Yeah, maybe. Because this guy lied about a lot of stuff. He lied about graduating from college. He never graduated from college. Right. He insists he's never been charged with a crime or been in any legal trouble. That's not true. He got busted when he was a kid for passing bad checks in Brazil or something like that. Yeah. Then he was married, but he's gay. Kind of looks like maybe the marriage was for a green card or something. Which is not really a lie, and I don't really care one way or the other. Yeah, that's the, the least of... Yeah. Although I think that is a pretty serious crime. Isn't that like immigration? uh, That's a felony, isn't it? If you get caught out for marrying someone for their green card, which seems kind of crazy, but. Well, he just probably didn't make it very clear. He stated poorly. Yeah, he stated some things poorly. Do you think he's actually, he is going to, there's no chance the GOP will not seat him, right? Like, Oh no, they will 100% seat him. And why didn't, why didn't the Democrats catch any of this stuff? Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I'd have caught this. I don't think it, um, cause it's not the kind of thing you would bother researching because you assume it's so cut and dried. Like why would somebody lie about where they went to college or whether they graduated from college? Yeah. I mean, in certain contexts, I think I might not believe somebody, but I'm like, this guy's got lots of money. He's running for Congress Of course he worked for Goldman Sachs. But that's the other crazy thing is nobody now, now nobody knows where his money came from, right? Yeah, that's the one. Went from having like a lot of like late rental payments to being able to loan his campaign like over half a million dollars or something. Yeah. Then he said he was part of like a real estate investment group, but they don't own any real estate. Like something really interesting going on here. Yeah. And you want to know something else? Is all that stuff I used to see online about um, Brett Kavanaugh's credit card bill and he had all this debt and then somebody paid it off and he refuses to say who paid it off right before he became a Supreme Court justice. Is that all a real thing? That was a real thing. That was a little shady. It was like $200,000 of uh, credit debt. Yeah, but then it was like hundred. There was more. There was more money that was also paid off. 
Oh, okay. I thought it was like over five hundred thousand dollars in total. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, well, someone stepped up and took care of that. Who? But who did? I don't know. Some shady, you know, super Republican super PAC or something. That doesn't seem appropriate. I have to say, no, it's not appropriate. But it's probably not as bad as the Santos guy who probably got seven hundred fifty thousand dollars from the Russians. Oh, you think he might be a little Russian asset over here? I don't know. It's crazy. Why would the Republicans give this guy $750,000? How did Brett Kavanaugh run up $200,000 of credit card debt? I wouldn't be able to breathe if I had that much debt hanging over me. I know. I know. I can't breathe. Just It's it's not even April yet, and I already am starting to not be able to breathe just thinking about my taxes. $200,000. Maybe he had. Maybe he knew he was going to have so much money coming in that that's a drop in the bucket or something. Like that's a lot of credit card debt. Two hundred thousand dollars worth of credit card debt. I can't imagine. You can yeah. Man. Anyway, what's going to happen with George Santos? He'll be seated, and then he'll just be a loyal GOP vote, and then more and more crazy things will come out, and then he'll do something crazy. Yeah, and then he'll lose. He'll he'll. I mean, you know, he's going to have two years of fun in the sun in Washington D.C., and then he'll go back to his home planet or something. I think this guy is really wacky. Really wacky. Yeah, they need this guy's vote, so they're gonna ha- they're gonna take it. I think we should keep our eyes on this guy. This is a lot of people we need to keep an eye on. Who's the top five people you're gonna keep your eye on in 2023? Um, uh, probably um, Kevin McCarthy, if he's speaker. Right. Um, I can't all I can't keep my eyes off Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, especially since they've been beefing. Okay. I'm always interested in our guy Madison Cawthorn. You're not going to be able to keep – that dude's about to disappear like a motherfucker. Okay. The last thing I read about him is his attorneys are suing him because he hasn't paid their bills. Mm. Maybe they're not suing him, but his lawyers are definitely not getting paid what they were owed by him. I don't understand. Yeah. Again, back to that stuff. Yeah, if you don't How pay your bills – How you not do, pay your lawyer? I would does have it, a panic attack every right? day. Right, and do, don't they just send you into collection and then you can't even get a credit card? I know. Exactly. I don't understand how that works. Can't can't like the IR like if you don't pay your taxes or you don't pay your credit card, can't they just destroy you? Yeah, but this wasn't the IRS. This was just his attorneys. I know, but can't his attorneys destroy him by turning him in too? Not if he has his knife or gun on him. Oh. I'd like to see them try. <laughs> That's right. You know? That's right. I forgot about that. All right, so you're going to keep your eyes on Madison Cawthorn, yeah, Arthur Taylor Green and Lauren Boebert as they continue yeah. to fight. Kevin McCarthy, if he becomes Speaker of the House. What about Mark Meadows? There was some news about Mark Meadows in the last few weeks. Talking Points Memo got all these texts to and from Mark Meadows in the aftermath of the 2020 election. Mark Meadows getting desperate texts from people calling for him to overthrow the election and and institute martial law. Mm -hmm. This is from like Republican people in the House and Senate, politicians. Mm -hmm. Mark Meadows saying he's doing everything he can. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen with old Mark Meadows? Do you think he's going to flip on Trump? I don't know. I mean, he's in trouble locally in North Carolina for uh, potential voter fraud. Right. Because he registered to vote at that house he had never been to. Yeah. So uh, he's got that those issues too, which I guess are probably small by comparison. So we got Madison Cawthorn, who has been representing Mark Meadows' former district. What's going on over there in the mountains? What What's up with those two guys? I don't know. Like those are two pretty high-profile scumbags, and they're both from the same district in Western North Carolina. What are the odds of that? 
And both of their first names begin with M-A, Mark Meadows and Madison Cawthorn. What are the odds of that? Interesting. Right? Interesting. And there must be Meadows in Madison, Wisconsin. Mark Meadows, Madison Cawthorn. Madison, Wisconsin must have a meadow. What's up with that? But what does Wisconsin have to do with it? Just Madison. It's, Madison is um, perhaps the capital of Wisconsin. It is, yeah. It is? It is, yeah. Okay, that makes me feel good. There are no coincidences. Yeah. I'm starting. The more I learn about the numbers, the more I'm starting to think there are no coincidences. Anyone else you're going to keep your eye on in the new year, John? I guess Trump and DeSantis and uh, Joe Biden. You? Who am I going to keep my eye on in 2023? It's going to be the same damn people. It's the same. I mean, why? That's why. Why does everyone be like, oh, it's going to be 2023. It's going to be a new. No, it's not. It's probably going to be an uneventful year, especially politically, if the GOP controls the House. Unless something crazy happens. Unless there's like a crazy new COVID explosion or something. Or the grid gets taken down. I was looking at my bingo card that I made at the beginning of this year, man. I, none of my predictions came true. Not one? No. Here's a funny one for all the pedal heads out there. Behringer is sued for selling a knockoff version of the Pfizer vaccine. All my pedal heads will get that joke. Um, let's see. We did the Tesla ones a week or two ago. Nancy Pelosi caught on a hot mic complaining that Ben and Jerry's made an AOC-themed ice cream before they made a Nancy Pelosi-themed ice cream. That's good. AOC's boyfriend posts his pedal board to the Reddit to the subreddit about pedals and fails to crop out some political document. You know, that was an idea. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Madison Cawthorn challenges J.D. Vance to a tree-punching contest, which causes J.D. Vance to somehow getting, get beat up by a tree. Why were we so into J.D. Vance and Madison Cawthorn? These people aren't even worth our attention. There's, I know. J.D. Vance is going to be a senator. He won in spite of our billboards. That's something that happened this year, the billboards. But yeah. in spite of our wonderful billboards, paid for by the generosity of our listeners, J.D. Vance won the Senate election in Ohio, and now J.D. Vance is going to be on the floor of the Senate talking about values and morality and this and woke. That dude's going to hate it. That dude, that dude's going to not be good at his job. I predict. You think? I think he's just I hope so. I, I hope, hope you're born. right. Uh, Mark Meadows caught hiding out at Tweetsie Railroad to invo- to avoid indictment. Now that one, that one that I would could still happen. keep. That's still a live option. That's still a live option. All right. Farewell to my 2022 bingo card. Yeah. The only one I had that came close was I said Coach K would get swept in his last year by first year head coach Hubert Davis and that on his way to losing in the second round in the NCAA tournament. It wasn't the second round. It was the second to last game. And it was a little mini sweep two in a row. Yeah. So that's a pretty, so that's, I mean, we should give you credit for that prediction because that was definitely a hot take when you made that prediction. Yeah. I felt very silly making that prediction. And it was a pretty, triumphant run for UNC versus Duke. Yeah. So that was a good thing that happened in 2022. John, are you going to see that new Avatar movie, The Way of Water? No. I know. I don't think I am either. It's three. It's more than three hours long and you have to work. Three hours glasses. and 20 minutes. Is that how long it is? Yeah. So when a movie is three hours and 20 minutes, is there an intermission? 
I don't think they do intermissions anymore. I think in the olden times they did. But I think in my whole life, I've only seen like three movies that ever had intermissions. Well, have you ever seen a movie that long? Yeah, I've seen a movie. The longest movie I've ever seen is when I was studying in England, I went to London to see a screening of Napoleon, which was made by, I want to say, Abel Vance. It's a silent film. Is that right? No, maybe Abel Gantz. Let me look it up. Yeah, Abel Gantz, a movie from 1927. They were showing it at some theater in London, and I went to go see it. And um, it was quite long. Let's see how long it is. It's five and a half hours long. Okay. And um, I think there was, I think there were two intermissions actually. Yeah, I would think that three hours for some people they might need to go to the bathroom. Oh, you think? I remember Out of Africa being a really long movie. Never saw it. It's two hours and 41 minutes. Well, that's long. Not as long as three hours and 20. Did you see Out of Africa? I don't know. Maybe it said, I just remember it being a long movie. It'd be a way of saying, I remember that being a long movie. And then you say, so you saw it. And I'm like, I didn't say I saw it. I just remembered that it was a long movie. That's how you tell a lie. Oh, that's the George Santos way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I'm Jewish. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Jewish. I'm Jewish. Yeah. I'm Jewish. I'm Jewish. And that's how you get from I'm Jewish to I'm Jewish. I'm Methodish. John, a reader sent us a very interesting book about numbers. Yes. Emily. Speaking of the numbers, one of my fascinations of the year 2022 was the numbers. Can you tell me about this book? I'll tell you, this is a fascinating book. I have been flipping through it, and I know that Emily found some fascinating things about herself in here as well. Um, so I have a number of things bookmarked, if you could just stand by. I'm standing by with bated breath. When numbers are on the menu, I fully plan on feasting. So the way that numerology works, I don't know. Do you know how numerology works? The numbers do most of the work, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Uh, the num so so of all the branches of mathematics, numerology. That's how it starts. <laughs> is the most legitimate. Yeah, uh, is, is perhaps a branch the of mathematics. E that's amazing. <laughs> yes, is perhaps the easiest to learn and apply. So it follows a standard method of addition up to a point. So for example, let's say there's a number 78. In standard addition, you simply say 7 plus 8 equals 15 for the correct answer. But in numerology, this is not enough. It uses a further method of addition known as the phatic system or natural addition. This simply means you keep adding two numbers or more together until you arrive at a single digit, either zero between zero and nine. So it'd be 7 plus 8 equals 15, and then you do 1 plus 5 equals 6. So 78 really equals 6. That's right. That's right. But but 8 plus 1 just equals 9. 81 equals 9. All right, let me try one. 107. 107 is 1 plus 0 plus 7 equals 8. That's right. So everybody and everybody has a number themselves based on their the day that they were born. So I was born on the eighth. So I'm an eight. 
Oh, so this and, is like this is like stupid astrology. Right. Right. No. No. It's not. It's a. This is math. Math. I mean, right. So this is like mathematical astrology. Right. Yeah. I was born on the twenty second. Two plus two is four, so my number is four. That's right. You're four. John, so, it just makes sense. Yeah. It says you have um, you have a mechanical, uh, mathematical, and inventive turn of mind. Your birth number also suggests a moody personality and a tendency for your feelings to be easily wounded. Wait, is this you or me? That's you. Oh, because I'm a four. And it said yeah. I had a mathematical mind? Yeah. That's perfect for me because of my fascination with the numbers. Mine says you're basically serious-minded and philosophical in your approach to life. Your ambitious nature could lead to success in public life, and you're not afraid to involve yourself in work or projects that require personal sacrifice. Mm. Um, of all the birth numbers, mine tends to be misunderstood the most. Uh, this may account for the loneliness and isolation you feel from time to time. Oh, man. Deep down, however, you're really warm and caring uh, once others get to know you. Sounds like me. So this is the whole book is just explaining the different numbers, zero through nine? Yeah. There's got to yeah, be more the, to the book. How many pages is it? Oh, God. It's many, 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 many pages. Uh, there, so the book was written in 1997. So towards the end of the book, um, the author gets into – the author of – famous Lloyd Strayhorn has written a number of these books. Um, he uh, has predictions for the coming years, you know, for 1997, 1998. Are these, number, these are number-based predictions? Yeah, they're, they're number-based predictions. So I decided, I was like, uh, 97, what happened in 97? Carolina lost in the final four. I don't know. He's not going to have anything about that. So I was like, oh, 2001. Does he, does he have any predictions for that year? Uh-huh. Did he predict 9-11? Say he predicted 9-11. Um, 9 plus 11 is 20. 2 plus 0 is 2. So he writes in his predictions for 2001, the entertainment industries, along with government bodies and religious orders, will take front and center stage this year. Cities and areas of the world likely to be in the news are Memphis, San Antonio, Andover, Toledo, Aruba, Grenada, Haiti, and Jamaica. Definitely associate all those places with events that happened in 2001. So then he says, the, the United States enters a five personal year, a number friendly to the nation. This also represents a cycle of change in the lifestyles and attitudes influencing the way citizens conduct their affairs. The airline and travel industries within U.S. borders should prosper. <laughs> this guy got a He really misread the numbers. Yeah, I think something was off here. He forgot to carry the one or something. The United States will increase its exports of goods and services. Mm, you could say that that sort of happened. With our bombs and missiles. Yes. <laughs> Beyond its wildest expectations – especially during the months of February, June, July, and September. Um, there appear to be downturns for the government in January, March, and April, uh, followed by October and December. This guy doesn't know shit about the numbers. He got a few things right, but no. What was the book called? Numbers and You, a numerology guide for everyday living. 
there's lots of other things in here, like the Lincoln Kennedy, you know, connections. Those things are you, know, you oh probably heard of those. Where it's like Lincoln there. had a dog named Kennedy, and Kennedy had a dog named Lincoln. Yeah, Lincoln was elected president in 1860. Kennedy in 1960. Lincoln was 52 when elected. Kennedy was 43. Those you both add them up, and it comes to seven. Oh, they're both sevens. I see. Yeah, Lincoln served in the House of Representatives in 1847. Kennedy in 1947. Well, we thank Emily for sending this number book, and we are always ready to receive gifts of books about numbers because the numbers are talking, and we need to listen. But I'm going to say, I'm not fully convinced this guy knows what he's talking about when it comes to the really. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe he leaves it up to you. He'd say, I mean, after this Kennedy thing, it's kind of starting to believe in these numbers. Uh-huh. And it says, do you still feel these events were merely coincidences between oh. two outstanding presidents in U.S. history? Yeah, that kind of does make me think there's something going on there with the numbers when it comes to Lincoln and Kennedy. We should um, try to get this guy on the podcast. John Wilkes Booth and Lee Harvey Oswald. Each had 15 letters. They had 15 letters in their name. I mean, that's the thing about the numbers, though. I mean, once you start going crazy with the numbers, you'll see numbers everywhere. And because anything can be quantified and turned into numbers. And then once you have those numbers, you can do what I call the dance of the numbers, which is make the numbers do all kinds of things, right? Mm -hmm. You can make them join hands in addition or tear themselves asunder in subtraction. Asunder. Not to mention the perversions of multiplication and division, which I don't even understand how that stuff works. That's too advanced for me. No, I knew that I could do that. I couldn't go further than that. Algebra. Vectors. Remember vectors? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. Logarithmic scale versus a linear scale. What? Oh my God. I still can't get that. The numbers are going too crazy in calculus. It's not even about numbers, really. It's about like movement or something. Yeah. It's like Copernicus. Remember when Copernicus was said that the earth revolves around the sun, the sun doesn't revolve around the earth. That was called the Copernican Revolution, John. Copernicus. Yeah. That was him, right? I don't know. Galileo built a telescope and the Pope had him sent straight to hell. Yeah. And that's all based on numbers. Yeah, it's witchcraft, essentially. Well, it's witchcraft until you understand math. And then what used to be beyond your reckoning... So you dismissed it as witchcraft. Then you understand, oh, this is part of the numbers. That's how it works. Do you remember intelligent design when that was a big thing? Yeah. You would look at um you would look at like a scorpion's tail and say, How could this be accidental? Only a genius clockmaker could have designed this. Right. I remember once when John McCain was like, when you look at the Grand Canyon, how can you say this is accidental? I was like, bro, you picked the wrong thing. This is basically just a gigantic hole. Like yeah. That's literally just a big hole in the ground. Pick something else. Yeah. In fact, the, yeah, the Grand Canyon is the, that's the thing that the that when explorers that were Christians first saw, that's when they were like, "Oh, evolution is totally that the and the earth is got to be more than 6,000 years old." Cuz you just look at it and you're just like, "Uh, no way, no way that happened in 6,000 years." Oh, John McCain. McCain. Remember he when he was in the the Hanoi Hilton and someone drew a cross in the sand? Yeah, that happened. Yeah. That was that, that, was that story he used to love to tell. Yeah, yeah that was a real story. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like a North Vietnam? It was a, it was like a North Vietnamese, right? Yeah, yeah, One yeah. He drew, it. drew a cross. Yeah, that happened. They yeah, and they the looked cross. at each other and they were just like, Yeah. Yeah. 
he never told this story, but then he started telling it on the campaign trail when he was in serious trouble in South Carolina or something. Right. I remember that. Yeah. That's well. from the past. The year, the, the, num- the year's number was, was smaller back then. That was probably in 2000 and it was when he ran against Obama. It was probably 2007 or 2008. Yeah, you're right. That's 15 years numbers less than where we are now, 2022, almost 2023. Yep. Six, yeah. one, five. Six. 2023 is going to be a seven, right? A five. No, it's going to be two plus zero. Plus oh, you. Oh, three. I was just counting the two, three. Yeah. I think we count the whole. We got to count the whole number of the year, twenty twenty three. So that's a yeah, seven yeah. Year. You're right. Oh, yeah. so look up in your book. What does it say about seven years? This will be good. What do the mathematicians say will happen in twenty twenty three, or what? What characteristics do they ascribe to its essence? I don't know. I don't see anything on on particular years. All right. I'll continue. I'll keep looking at it. Keep me posted. And if anyone else wants to send us a book about numbers, numerology, or mathematics, um, reach out to us at contact at electionprofitmakers.com. I do have a feeling that in 2023, we will be talking about the numbers. Yeah. I would like to go to a cocktail party and look around and someone comes up to me and says, oh, you look quite uncomfortable. And I'd say, yes, I'm not really comfortable around people. I feel more at home among the numbers. (laughs) I want to be that kind of person. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Election Profit Makers. (laughs) It's an independent production, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash election profit makers. And we're going to record our Patreon episode about fashion later this week. We've got a good guest. I'm excited. We're going to talk about I am excited and and nervous about that. Yeah, it's going to be be a stretch for both of us, but it's going to be good. Yeah. So as David already mentioned, send your prediction questions or any other questions to contact at Election Profit Makers. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or Overcast or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's it. Well, we wish you a happy new year. We hope 2022 was okay for you. And we know 2023 will be better for you because it's written in the very code of the year itself inside the numbers. The numbers are looking very good, friends. So we wish you all the best health, happiness, peace, prosperity, and many, many numbers and calculations in the new year. And we'll talk to you in uh, 2023 on Election Profit Makers, I suppose. Bye. Bye. Bye.